Welcome to the Ethically Loved Podcast, where we empower women to live an honest life through self-love and ethical fashion. We are your hosts, Sarah Galbraith and Ivy Nelson. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're so glad you're here today. And I don't know, this topic might be a little controversial or not. It might push your buttons or not, but... uh, Mom frump is real, y'all. Like, I don't know. It just pushes my buttons sometimes. So if it pushes your buttons, that's totally fine. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Um, gosh, I don't know which way it pushes our buttons. Though we could yeah. have totally different buttons to push with this topic because <laughs> I'm not sure. So let's talk about mom frump. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just keep listening. If you do, just keep listening. I think that's our tip for today. Exactly. <laughs> Ivy, Ivy, tell me, tell me about you, Mom Frump, why it's real. Let's just let's just get right in there. Oh yeah, let's dive right in. Uh so Mom Frump. I think that I honestly had no idea. No idea what mom frump was the first go around with my first kid. I mean, I thought I did. Like, I thought my body changed and whatnot, but it really didn't. And then I had my second child, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Everything shifted. I didn't know that your butt could stretch in those kind of ways. And and really, not... I'm not saying that body change is the frump part, but how that relates to the mom frump for me is that my body changed so drastically that nothing in my closet fit me anymore. And I didn't know how to style my new body. I had lived in the same general body type for over 10 years before then. And so now I was a mom of two pushing into my 30s. I had this new body and I had no clue how to dress it. And so I just didn't. Like I lived in yoga pants and sweatshirts and whatever I could find that actually like would go over my body without really caring about how it fit my body. And I felt like garbage all the time. I felt um, I felt tired because I was. Yeah. But I do think that my clothes were contributing to that. If you're living in clothes that feel like pajamas all the time, then you're going to feel tired. And then you're going to feel like pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, and so I, I think that that's where the mom front for me came in is I just didn't know how to embrace this new body. And so then I let myself go and I stopped caring and trying and I stopped getting ready Uh, I made up every excuse I could about how I didn't have enough time or there wasn't enough concealer in the world to cover those bangs (laughs) under my eyes. So why even put it on? (laughs) And so that's really how I got stuck in the mom frump world. What about you? Yeah, I... (laughs) 
I'm just laughing because I think it's funny that I've said the same thing about concealer. Like, in fact, I said that a week ago because being what? Gosh, am I in my third trimester now? Oh, my. And not sleeping sometimes. I'm like, there's not enough concealer in the world. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So (laughs) mine, yeah, mine came about. Goodness, actually, I want to say it was kid number two as well. Hymeny, mm-hmm. that just must be a real thing. Um, yeah, I would say a few months after kid number two. So, I, you know, kid number one, I think, yeah, I was tired. I had just quit my job to be a stay-at-home mom, you know, and we didn't have a ton of money, so I couldn't buy much. I just, you know, I lived in sweatpants, and there's really nothing wrong with that, but like, as Ivy said, and we're going to get into that, like she felt like pajamas. So that's going to be my little saying. Um, yeah, I just really feel like where did all the color go in my life? I think I really noticed one day I'm like, mm-hmm. I used to be really cool. <laughs> like <laughs> what happened to that? Can I be cool again? Like I was so cool. <laughs> Pre-kids. Um, so I think that's where it came and just, yeah, I was just tired all the time, but I was also wearing a lot of sweatpants all the time. And don't get me wrong, guys, I still wear sweatpants. They're definitely in my closet. Mm-hmm. I definitely wore a t-shirt and workout pants all day yesterday, so it's fine. But we're just talking about the day in, day out. Cause you are, you're, you're almost afraid. You're afraid like, okay, well, what has my body done? And Mm -hmm. you know, what, what, who am I? I mean, that's a huge question. And I think that's, that's where that mom from comes in. And it especially did for me. I just was like looking at my closet. I'm like, what happened to me? Like, I am just so tired and so not empowered. I mean, I think that's, that's a question that Mm -hmm. we want you, if you feel like you're in mom from, and you're you're relating here, you know, are you empowered right now? Like clothes can make you feel disempowered and they can make you feel empowered. And I was definitely feeling like a disempowered mommy in that mom front. And yes. so we just wanna we wanna encourage you that guess what? There's a light at the end of the tunnel, folks. And I mean there are ways to feel empowered and still be in pajama mode, too. So we're not knocking that. Sarah and I are huge lovers of caftans, which is like the ultimate diva pajama attire. <laughs> diva pajamas. So we're not knocking that at all. And if you feel good and empowered in your yoga pants, whether they've ever seen a yoga studio or not, then keep rocking those. But I really... Love your point, Sarah, and that's my point too. Is um, it's not about what you're wearing or how you're getting ready. It is about how you feel. So, mom frump is a feeling more than it's an actual look. Right. It is that disempowerment and exhaustion and lack of self confidence and self worth. And so, really starting to take that assessment of how you're presenting yourself and how you're choosing to get ready, 
the clothes that you're choosing to wear and asking yourself, do I feel good? Do I feel confident? Do I feel worth it? And if the Mm. answer is no to all of those, then that's what we're saying needs to change. And if the answer is yes to all of those, then keep rocking whatever you're rocking. Amen, sister. I always um, ask myself, do I feel like I can conquer this day in what I'm wearing? Like, do I feel like it? And you know what? Some days do not need to be conquered. Like I said, yesterday I was in a karate t-shirt and yoga pants and tennis shoes. And that was good for me. Um, but I've overcome come so much um, because right after having Reagan, like that was my go-to. I did not feel empowered, you know, and I love to share with you guys. Ivy and I actually have two different um, defrumping ways. So ask yourself, what does defrumping mean for you? Because we're all going to defrump in our own way. And I know Ivy and I are so different. Um, Like, what's your favorite way to defrump, Ivy? My favorite way and what really pulled me out of that mode. And so that's um, answering the question, right? How do I get out of this? How do I stop mom from... And for me, it was finding one thing, my go-to thing that I could do every day that was going to make me feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more beautiful, a little bit more worth it. And mine was earrings. I love Mm, earrings. And so now, almost every day... I wear a pair of earrings even if I'm in workout clothes or a sweatshirt or yoga pants or um, a blazer or whatever. Like I just put it on that pair of earrings and I instantly feel elevated and instantly feel like I took those 30 seconds to say that I care about how I look today. And it's not for me about telling the world that I care about how I look. I don't care at this point. I've done a lot of work to not care what other people think of my appearance, but it's telling me, myself, my brain, Ivy, I care about you. Yeah. So that's my defrumping. What about you? Yeah. So I love that, by the way, because I feel like, yeah, I don't do that. I feel like when I'm wearing my my yoga pants, I don't put on earrings. So I might, I might just copy <laughs> Ivy now, guys. Um, love that. I absolutely love that. I give you permission. And your message with it. Um, I am the lipstick lady. I own that. I love lipstick. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a huge transition for my defrumping. Um, because I just never made that a priority and I always made an excuse and like, yeah, I feel pretty naked without lipstick. Um, so no matter what I, I could be wearing just like a t-shirt and jeans and be wearing like that hot red lipstick, you know it, I'll own it. And it's for me because I feel nice and good and juicy inside. And that's just me. (laughs) That is my, my defrumping for Sarah. Um, so I think that I want to go back to uh, a little bit the body changes because I I feel like that is 
maybe one of the biggest reasons why we are like, okay, well, yoga pants fit and they stretch with me. So look, Sarah, I just, I need to wear these yoga pants. So that's totally fine. But I think it goes back into, um, we've talked about this before with starting an ethical closet, but um, one of the hardest things is that our body changes and it's okay to change with it, okay? Um, If say you have a baby and you're smaller after the baby or say you have a baby and your hips are bigger, I mean, our bodies go in all different ways after we have babies. Um, All of us, if, if you're a mom, you know what we're talking about. And so remember to be gentle and say that it's okay to change with it because I do feel like sometimes we give ourselves these these rules like, well, I'm wearing this till I'm this size and I'm not Mm going to allow myself to get anything until I'm this size. And I think that sometimes that can be harmful for us because the cool thing about ethical clothes are there are a lot of options. And there are a lot of options that are multi-way. And there's a lot of options with elastic. And elastic is okay. And elastic is my best friend. Right? I think just like we put these these rules on ourselves and it's almost just harming. It's harming our hearts and our souls. Like you mm-hmm. can totally defrump and figure out – it. Maybe, maybe it's not clothes though. Maybe it, the accessory is your thing or the lipstick, or the hair, or whatever part of fashion. But you just have to remember, it's okay to change with your body. It is okay, and be gentle. And it's really neat that, you know, the ethical fashion world has things that change with you. There's a reason, because then you can use them more. So gift yourself that. And and if you can, treat yourself to something that is for that ever-changing body and know that like, you know, celebrate that defrump, then go celebrate it once you've treated yourself. I agree. And um, it's okay along those same lines. It's okay for your style to change too. Oh, yeah. That was one thing that was so hard for me because I feel like I had a pretty set style. Like if you looked in my closet before, you could probably pinpoint my style pretty easily. And then I had a new life. I had new responsibilities. I had a new body, all of that. And I didn't know how to change my style. And I didn't give myself permission early on to change with that and to fully embrace this next chapter in my life. And so doing that can actually be a great act of self-love and celebration of saying, I am present with myself here in this life and in this season. And I'm going to, again, celebrate it And if you're not sure where to start with that, because I think that can be really challenging, or at least it was for me, then go on Instagram or go on Pinterest and just start looking at different fashion companies, look at different outfits, look at different styling, and start to kind of create and cultivate the things that stick out to you. And maybe that's a Pinterest board, or maybe you save a couple photos on your phone. But really, the things that start to stand out to you are going to start to take shape and show you 
your new style. And the other piece, and Sarah speaks about this all the time, is don't prejudge when you're doing that because a natural tendency is to think I can't wear that or that can't be my style. Like for me for a long time, I love boho. I love it, love it, love it. And for a long time, I was like, I am not a boho girl. Like, I can't pull that off. And then it was like, of course I can't. I can't pull off flowy, beautiful clothes. Like, <laughs> screw that. Right? So give yourself permission and stop prejudging yourself and just open up your mind to the possibility of these changes. Yeah. I feel like we put ourselves in these little boxes and we're really hard on ourselves. What's mm-hmm. up with that? Like, I'm thinking about my 20s and my 30s and I, I'm – I'm 36 and I'm the happiest I've ever been. I mean, be, it took me till about I'm trying to think when I had my so, so I was like about 31 to stop caring what people thought, to stop putting myself in this box, to do whatever the bleep I wanted with my fashion. And it feels amazing. I think one of the hardest rules I put on myself was um after having Reagan, I want to say it was, yeah, it was Reagan because yeah, she was my second. Wow, that's really, really funny when you have to think about that. Um, I was so hard <laughs> on myself that it, I was like, I can't fit in these old jeans. I have to be this size. And I just like couldn't get rid of them. But your style mm-hmm. also changes and you can change with it. And it just, it, my husband was like, you're just, why, why? Just get a new pair of jeans that are a different size. Size doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't negate who you are. Like it just, it blows my mind. Don't put yourself in a box. Don't be hard on yourself because you're going to look so gorgeous and feel gorgeous when you allow yourself that change. Amen. All right, Ivy. I've got one for you. Are you ready? I need your self-love tip, sister. Oh, my self-love tip is to rest. So um, that doesn't mean go get yourself that eight hours of sleep because everybody's probably telling you that and we're doing an episode on mom frump. So if you're here, then I would venture to guess that that's not a reality for you all the time. But give yourself a couple minutes at least of quiet time where your body and your mind are rested because that is going to rejuvenate you even those couple minutes and that is going to increase your self-love and it's also going to give you the opportunity to start exploring how to defrump yourself. Absolutely. I love that you're like, you might not be getting rest, but it's time. It's yeah. true though. It's so I true. Know. It's so true. What about you, Sarah? So I'm going to challenge you, you ladies. I want you to go put something on that you're really scared of. Okay. I know that's like, what? So I was really scared of neon colors. And I'll tell you that I own so much neon now. <laughs> like, but I remember seeing this neon orange skirt. And being really scared of it. And I bought that skirt. And let me tell you, I still own that skirt. And I love that skirt. So maybe it's neons. Maybe you don't like dangle. Maybe you're scared of dangly earrings. 
Um, I just challenge you to maybe think outside of the box you're putting yourself in because oftentimes when we do something really scary, you feel really badass afterwards. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you were able to find some quick ways to start defrumping yourself. And also, we hope that you are just experiencing the fact that you're not alone in this. We are going through it with you, and we've got you, sister. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.